Hello and welcome to the TRM Podcast. This is your host, Drew. So, today's episode is going to be something about journaling. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the benefits of journaling or why you should be journaling, because I feel like most people already are on that page and they think that they should be, but a lot of people just aren't doing it. And there's a few reasons why. I just wanted to give a few tips for, one, how to make yourself do it, how to make it into a habit so that you keep doing it. Uh, Second, different ways that you can journal, different media you can use. Um, and then finally just talk a little bit about consistency and stuff like that. So the, the, so the first thing is how do you make it into a habit? Now there's different components of a habit. There's the cue, there is the routine, and then there's the reward. Now the routine and the reward are fairly obvious. You, uh, get, you, you sit down, you write, that's the routine. You just write down whatever it is that you're writing about today. And then the reward is a feeling of accomplishment that you get from it. And uh, the reward is also something that you feel like you're building up consistency. And you even get to go back and look through. And uh, I really enjoy looking through my, my old journals. So, But the cue is, is something that you have to consider. If, if the reason you're not doing it is that you simply forget to do it, then you need to set an alarm or something. Or have doing, do it at a consistent time of day. Put it on your bedside table. Do it every single night before bed. Maybe even do it every day when you wake up. Maybe do it on your lunch break. It doesn't really matter when, as long as you're being consistent about it, because that makes you a lot less likely to forget. Um, and again, having a reminder, because you don't want to be thinking, man, did I do that today? Having a reminder so that you don't really have to think about it, it just comes up and it happens. It'll become more and more automatic over time. Um, so how much should you start out writing? If you've never journaled before, or maybe you've never been able to consistently journal, then a lot of the times people want to try and make up for lost time and just write a bunch uh, right out the gate. And again, consistency is far more important than how much you're writing each day. So even if your your bottom limit is just to write one word, I think that's a lot better than doing one word every day for a year is a lot better than doing a full paragraph for a week. Because if that one word expresses something about that day, that's going to bring back a memory and you're going to be able to get something from it. Again, maybe it's not going to be one word. Honestly, once you go through the process of getting out your journal, putting pencil to paper, you're probably going to want to write more. You're probably going to write at least a couple sentences. But don't hold yourself to that. You know, you don't have to. And it feels a lot more daunting if you know that you have to produce a bunch of information. Then, uh, and then you're a lot less likely to actually get it out and start. So that's my, that's my advice. Don't try and do too much. Don't force yourself to do too much. But obviously don't limit yourself either. Um, and then what should you write about? This is something I've always had. Like I thought that I had to write whatever happened that day, my whole day. But that's not really what I do now. What, what I do now more is I try and write down something that I learned that day. Um, and along with just other little lessons and little things I think are interesting and things that I'm pondering, kind of what's in my head, not necessarily what happened to me externally, unless it's something really significant. Uh, so I'm not necessarily going to write down, oh, I went to school, I did that, I went out to dinner. It's going to be more like, here are the ideas I'm thinking about, here are my plans, here's what I learned today. Um, and of course, a lot of people keep a training journal, so if you're someone who works out, that would be something you'd be into, keeping a journal of the workout you did, and not just what you did, but how you felt about it, and how much you did. Uh, so there's a lot of good stuff there. Personally, I really think that writing down what you learned every day is a great way to make sure that you're making progress. Um, now, how do you do it? Most people think about journaling as there's only one way to do it, and that is on paper. There's actually a lot of other options. Uh, personally, I've had good luck with using apps like Daybook because everything is automatically timestamped and dated. 
and most of us, honestly, we, we always have our phones out, so there's not really any excuse that you can't spend five minutes on your phone when you're waiting around or just when you go, before you go to bed and, uh, you know, record whatever happened that day and record um, whatever happened in your head that day. I mean, like, whatever you're thinking about, uh, whatever it is that you want to record, I guess. Um, so the, that's one big benefit of uh, using the app. Another thing is you don't even have to type it. You could record an audio journal where each day, it could even be a podcast like this. Each day you sit down and you think about, and you get in your head the stuff that you want to record and then you can just talk to it and you can go back and listen to it later. If that's something that's easier for you, then by all means, do that. Now, of course, a paper journal should not be overlooked because it does come with its own benefits. For one thing, you're not looking at your phone uh, and you don't have those other distractions of looking at your phone. It's a good idea, generally, for the health of your sleep and for a lot of other reasons, to put your phone away a while before bed. And so if you're someone who likes to journal before bed or right when you wake up, using a paper journal and keeping it by your bed, and there's no other distractions, there's nothing else that that thing can be used for. Like your phone can do a million other things that will distract you. So that would be, you know, so the, using the paper journal provides that. It also provides you with handwriting practice, something a lot of people... Um, don't get a lot of these days, apparently. Now, if you're in college, you probably get plenty of it, but if you're someone who, if you're in school at all, you probably get lots of handwriting practice. But if you're someone who works a desk job and you pretty much do everything on the computer, then you're not going to have that. Maybe that's something you'd enjoy. Uh, and, of course, having a dedicated object for your journaling, having it sitting there would be a great cue for you to um, write, you know, to, to actually sit down and journal. And finally, uh, consistency is really the most important thing with journaling. I mean... If, if you go six months without journaling, then you, you've lost a lot of potential things you could go back and learn from. However, you shouldn't beat yourself up about that. I remember um, the times I used to skip a long time, I used to skip journaling for several months even. At a time, I'd get back into it for a while, and then I'd lose interest, I'd lose track. And I, I just wouldn't come back and journal because I felt bad for the time that I'd lost. But really, you shouldn't feel bad about it. You should feel bad about the idea of losing more time. So be consistent, but don't beat yourself up about it if you're not. Uh, and with that, I think that's about everything. So yeah, this is Drew with the TRM Podcast. Thanks for listening.